Listener Production. What a remarkable comeback for the Australian share market. Good afternoon, I'm Steve. It's Friday, the 22nd of September. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Well, hello, everyone. Happy Friday to you all. It is just me today, which makes a teaser quite awkward when I'm the only one actually delivering one. But it has been a really fascinating day for the Australian share market. Now, we are close to the end of the session at the moment. And at this stage, the ASX 200 is down by around a tenth of 1%. Now, hasn't been a great week. This is still the fifth straight day of declines as long as we don't head higher at the close. And this would still make it the worst week that we've had in well over a year. But it could have been so much worse today because this morning in the first 15 minutes of trade, our market was down by one and a half percent. And that would have made it our worst day in five weeks. So it could have been 15 times as bad really today. What seemed to happen was that bargain hunters swooped in. They looked at the market falling significantly for five days. You know, we hit a six month low at one point. We saw the ASX 200, that key indicator that kind of represents how the market is generally heading That actually fell below 7,000 points, which it hadn't done for quite some time. And that seemed to actually help markets perhaps come back in here. Investors jumped in and and took advantage of the very aggressive decline. So we saw markets steadily improving for the remainder of the session. A couple of things at play at the moment which might be hurting markets. One is the fact that a couple of days ago, we had the US Central Bank, the Federal Reserve, essentially saying that interest rates are on hold but they're likely to stay higher for a longer period of time. And then secondly, there have been worries of a slowing Chinese economy, which of course is our largest trading partner and a real big driver of what happens here in Australia, of course. I mean, China buys about a third of everything that Australia sells overseas in exports, but around half of the world's metals, about 70 to 75% of the world's iron ore, which you know is our largest export as well, but also uses up something like 15% of the world's oil and fuel. So it's a very big driver of what happens to the global economy and very important for us. And signs for a number of months have generally been quite disappointing on that front. But looking elsewhere at our market today and a few of the sectors, this has been really interesting because this morning we had every single sector, all 11 of them heavily in the red. And now as we approach the close, we've got energy stocks, the miners, industrials, consumer staples, financials, and utilities, all managing to head a little higher from where they were earlier in the day. Now, over the week, still saw some pretty significant declines for a number of sectors, three of the worst, tech and health, and also energy. Now, energy, I mean, all three down between around four and about 5%. So it's been a pretty rough week on that front. Now, if we look at a few stocks today that received a lot of attention, there have still been quite a few really strong performers. One of the best has been Costa Group, which is up around 6%. So this is the fruit and veggie grower, one of the largest in Australia. And it's agreed to a $1.5 billion takeover by a US group of investors. And this is a US private equity firm called Payne Schwartz. It already owns about 15% of the company, but basically has now both parties have agreed to the takeover. Keep in mind that Early this week and last Friday, the share price did fall back in Costa Group because Schwartz reduced the offer that it made for Costa by about 100 million bucks. So the original bid they made in the past was a bit more significant. Still, you know, an offer was a premium to what the shares were doing yesterday. 
Another winner today has been Treasury Wine Estates, and this is the company that owns Penfolds, Lindemann's, Wolf Blast, a number of well-known wine brands. It's up around 2.5% at the moment. Now, it jumped on hopes of a number of media reports out there uh, in Australia and in China as well, that Chinese officials might be closing in on ending nasty tariffs on Aussie wine, which were imposed initially back in late 2020. And that really had some devastating effects on wine sales to one of our biggest markets. So in recent months, Aussie-China trade relations have been improving. They removed tariffs on things like barley, and that seemed to kind of start this whole conversation around what might be to come soon. So Treasury Wine Estate's a strong performer. News Corp, another winner, about 2% higher. This is um, the media group giant, of course. And there was news last night that the longtime chairman, Rupert Murdoch, is deciding to step down from his position. Now, he is 92, so it was bound to happen at some stage. You can't just continue to run an organization like that into your early hundreds, I guess. But uh, he's going to be taken over, of course, in that position by his son, Lachlan Murdoch. So still in the family. Pathology Business, Australian Clinical Labs, also having a very interesting day. This is the third largest pathology group in Australia behind Helios and Sonic Healthcare, which is the largest. Now, the competition watchdog today said it requires, I always imagine a dog basically whenever I say that, but it certainly isn't. Of course, the competition watchdog overlooks things and makes sure that you know, any sorts of deals like this, where there are two organizations coming together potentially, don't have too much power basically and don't have a negative effect on competition too much. So essentially the competition watchdog stepped in and said it needs more information before accepting its costly plan merger with Helios. So this means that if this deal to merge the second and third largest pathology companies in Australia moves forward, it's going to take a bit longer. It's going to be a drawn out affair in all likelihood. And if they do end up merging, it would mean that both of these groups combined would have a more than 50% market share in our most populated states. So a lot of power on that front. And in Australia, there's a very concentrated industry when it comes to pathology. So Sonic, Helios, and Australian Clinical Labs, that's about 80% of, uh, of market share in the major markets. Elsewhere, coal miners did drop back on some lower coal prices, but again, they recovered late in the session. And quite a lot of money being paid out in dividends as well from stocks like QBE, AGL, Eagers, Globe, and uh, and quite a few others. Now, next week and also tonight, there are a few things to watch. Some updates on manufacturing and the services sector in the US and in the Eurozone. That's probably going to be the main thing to watch tonight. That can give us a little bit of an idea of how their economies are doing. But looking forward to next week, it's all going to be about dividends and inflation. So on Wednesday, we get this monthly update that basically shows us what inflation and prices have done in the past month. So it's nowhere near as broad as the quarterly numbers that we usually get that you know receives most attention by economists and the Reserve Bank when making an interest rate decision, but it still is very important nonetheless because of all the attention that inflation's getting. So We'll be talking about that in more detail next week, of course, when Laura returns on Tuesday and Monday as well. But dividend-wise, it's going to be one of the biggest weeks of the year. Over $21 billion in dividends will be paid out to shareholders in five days. And dividends, of course, the most popular way that companies share their profits with investors. In Australia, companies that pay out dividends tend to do it twice a year. 
generally around March or April, and then later on in September and October. Next week, CBA will pay out about $4 billion bucks in dividends, BHP $6.5 billion, Fortescue about $3 billion, Woodside about $2.5 billion, and Telstra close to a billion. They're the, the big names that are going to really make up the lion's share of those payments. But on that note, everyone, I hope you've had a decent week, even though markets have struggled a little. We are getting into the close any second now. Give it about 10 seconds, we're going to get there, so I might just wait. Okay, here we go. The ASX 200 has managed to sneak into positive territory, up three and a half points. That that means that it's up 0.05% to 7,068 points. Now, on a normal day, that would not be, a typical day wouldn't be particularly impressive, but considering where we were earlier, as I said at the outset, we're down one and a half percent. That is a a fascinating recovery. But uh, have a great weekend, everyone. We'll see you next week. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067-254-399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.